1: Didn't hear a yes from Mason Rudolph on his future with the Steelers. That was on Channel 4's pregame show. Liked it. Pretty good straightforward question there from uh, Emily John Greco. And then Mason Rudolph, which he tends to do, which is just ramble on in answers. He just is extremely he, awkward at times.
0: He's not as decisive as he is apparently making reads and throws. No, he's not. Like, if he had just said, uh, you know, I'm focused on, on this week's game, and we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I love the Steelers, blah, blah, blah. You could be done with that answer it's like you in eight seconds. didn't expect
1: that very obvious
0: question to come his way and was blindsided by it. That was a one-on-one sit-down, was not? It, it was, not? yep. Not that I would expect, uh, you know, journalistically, you don't want to just tell the person the questions. But yeah, like you said, doesn't Mason Rudolph get prepped probably to, you know, they're going to ask you about your future because you're an He also has common agent. sense, and right. he has
1: to know that that's going to be something right. that comes his way.
0: That's all right, though. I'd rather have fun at the fact that guy doesn't uh, seem to handle questions well or answering them well, while he's actually going out there and balling out on the field. Nice, nice change of pace. I have a very open mind to how
1: things go for him now moving forward. Like I had him pigeonholed as one of the worst starting, uh, one of the worst backup quarterbacks in the entire NFL before this season. He has changed my mind with three games to get the Steelers improbably probably to the playoffs. So I think what helps Mason Rudolph for me is that I've seen dudes like Geno Smith and Joe Flacco in the last year or two turn it on and come out of left field. So because you have those precedent-setting quarterbacks, I'm more willing to accept the idea that Rudolph could actually be the Steelers' answer at quarterback. I don't think he's Mahomes or anybody like that, but I think he can be better than what they've got and a stopgap quarterback until they find that person. Maybe even more than that. I don't know. I don't like putting I, Flacco
0: in there because he's won a Super Bowl. I know his career no, But I mean having insane. success
1: with a quarterback that you didn't... Like anticipate having success Yeah, when the, yeah, when the Browns with. signed Joe Flacco, no, they didn't I think know. he was going to throw for 300 yards and two touchdowns in every game. They were just hoping that he was better than P.J. Walker and Dorian Thompson Robinson. I think the Steelers were just hoping that Mason Rudolph was better than Mitch Trubisky until Kenny Pickett was ready. As it turned out, he ended up giving them the best quarterback play since Ben left, and it's not close. And like, no, the it's thing not. that's the thing that I will stress here is, I will be consistent at least myself. If I looked at Kenny Pickett and what he did in the back half, at the at the end of last season, and making clutch plays and and pulling out wins and things like that, and believing, okay, that's a sign that he's a franchise quarterback right there. I'm going to do the same thing with Mason Rudolph right now. Because he's authored wins late, and overall his numbers are better than what there's, Pickett did at the at the close of last season.
0: There's something else. He's I, older. I get that. Well, and, not that much older. Not like a not a massive gap. He's three years older than him. Yep. Both um, in their twenty still. So, and he's what? Geno Smith's renaissance came when he was what thirty one or thirty two. Yes. So Mason's got even several years on him for that. If that's what's happening right now, I'm going to go with just just to throw in something we haven't mentioned yet. I keep being impressed by this. His teammates, if you believe the idea that especially when it comes to guys who aren't like top of the line where it's obvious that the team would rally around them, the degree to which these guys seem to be bought in around him is pretty astonishing. They showed ESPN clearly their like internal production meeting was this is going to be a bad weather game. We know George Pickens has been a major story. We are going to cut to him. Our director is going to have us cut to a one shot of Pickens. Every time he's on the sideline, if he's not getting the ball. Now, now one of two things, or maybe both, happened here. Either Tomlin has really gotten through to him the last couple weeks and said, hey, you are going to be under a microscope. Yep. And or getting the ball a ton and believing in the guy who's getting you the ball and maybe understanding that in a sloppy game where you're getting double teamed, you won't always get it. He was as good of a citizen as you'll ever see him be. I
1: agree with he that. He was
0: slapping hands with people. He was joking with Calvin Austin. He and Mason are having funny little wisecracks on the sideline. He's smirking. He's running down the field on Deontay's touchdown to be the first guy there to get him. I can't ignore that, man. These guys all to a man seem to buy into what number two is doing. I don't think it's a coincidence
1: doing. that it happened with Rudolph, the quarterback. I don't quarterback. think it
0: is either. He's getting him the... Dude, the guy was an all-pro, like, first-team all-pro level guy for two weeks. The first two weeks, Mason got the job. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, That is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez.